0: War Eagle this is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 108 it's December 1st just first time I've realized that all day December 1st which is which means tomorrow is the 26th anniversary first time ever December 2nd uh it is 73 degrees outside it is 557 as I head home from work um not a ton happened today um we talked about coaching searches and all that because that's the name of the game right now and will be for the next few weeks. Uh, so with Mark Rick Dowdy apparently interviewed or talked to Miami and Maryland today. Those are right up his alley. They he they don't care. He doesn't care. They'll win 9, 10 games and be happy with it. Um, and apparently Dan Mullen was looking at, or that Miami was looking at Dan Mullen perfect these are all matches made in heaven um, but it sounds like Kirby Smart according to all according all wait according to all reports and things Kirby Smart is going to go to Georgia or it's his job if he wants it um, which I think he'll take it um, that's pretty big for a guy you only see on the sidelines pretty much who is in most respects just like Rat Lashley at Auburn uh, we know Gus designs the plays. Gus right. Gus uh, mostly calls the plays. There were times this year where Rhett definitely called him, but um, it's Nick at Alabama. It's Nick Saban's defense. Kirby probably does. There goes an ambulance. Kirby, you know, he probably does the formation. but he he's doing what Saban would do, just like Rhett is doing what Gus would do. So, and and to be honest. Kirby Smart has been is older He's been to the National Championship Game more times than Rhett Lashley uh, But even still it's, it's kind of It's a big deal for him to be able to go to Georgia From that Now he's doing that on Saban's coattails um, Everything Saban Has done has made Kirby Smart look good um, So it'll be Interesting to see if Kirby is more like a Will Muschamp Maybe taking a big head job a little too soon Seems like that's what he did at Florida. You never know. But speaking of Muschamp, it all comes back to Auburn, obviously. But um, South Carolina apparently wanted wants Smart too, Kirby Smart too. Um, not the number two T O O. I didn't mean there were two Kirby Smarts out there, uh, like Baby Boggle too. But um, so if they don't get Kirby Smart, you never know. It came out yesterday that they were slight. They were interested in Will Muschamp. Kirby Smart and Will Muschamp kind of seem like the same person to me. Honestly, they're young. They both have brown hair. They both coach defense. Isn't that – that's all you need to know. They're pretty much the same person. Um, Except one guy's name is Kirby. So let's just remember that. So I guess there's still a shot. Uh, We kind of see the route South Carolina's trying to go. It seems like they're throwing – I mean, Jeremy Pruitt was also a name out there. So that's basically – three names, all three different defensive coordinators from Auburn, Alabama, and Georgia, that's who they're interested in. So it seems that's the route they're going. Um, so, you never know. We'll have to see what Muschamp does, or even if they officially, even if it gets anywhere. Nobody knows if it's even getting anywhere. Right now, it's nothing but, hey, they there's some interest in Munch, Muschamp. Well, there's also interest in Kirby Smart, and there's also interest in Jeremy Pruitt, and probably many other guys. But, That's kind of the school that that seems to have the most names coming out as, quote-unquote, being interested. Um, But right now, Auburn football, waiting on a bowl bid. Uh, It'll be the Birmingham Bowl, the Belk Bowl, maybe the Music City Bowl. I don't know. Any of those bowls are all about the same. Auburn should go to – I talked about this yesterday. Auburn should go to a bowl – one better than you would think, and they usually do, because Auburn fans travel. It doesn't matter what what the record is. Auburn fans travel, and they travel a lot. Birmingham is not a good spot for Auburn, because yeah, it'll probably be sold out. It is a Wednesday at 11 a.m., so that's going to hurt it. But it'll be sold out. But the city of Auburn is full of Auburn. The city of Birmingham is full of Auburn fans, and it's not going to bring any tourist money. So. I don't know if they want that. Um, that's why they kind of need a school further away, like, say, Mississippi State, who we all act like they were so great or, you know, so much better at Auburn this year, but they won one more game than Auburn. And that was the game they won by a touchdown at Auburn, scoring only 17 points with Dak Prescott, uh, also with Sean White making his first start. So... We like to say Auburn's terrible and Auburn sucks but let's look at it in the whole grand scheme of things UCF sucks South Carolina sucks that is sucking not only winning half your games when everybody thought you would win 90% of them is bad or not that good when you play in the SEC huh just it's just a down year it's not bad Ninety percent of the ninety percent of the teams in the nation, if they played in the SEC, they'd win three games, and those would be the the well, out of conference games. Speaking of conference games, wow, I'm just tying it all together. Uh, I don't know how it came out. I was kind of distant from Twitter today, but I saw somebody saying something about the eight or nine game schedule, meaning the in conference schedule for the SEC. The Pac-10 does it. Pac-12. I think the Big 12 does it. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, playing nine conference games and then three non-conference games. Right now, the SEC does eight. They've done eight forever, which usually means it's eight SEC games, one high-profile game, and then three cupcakes. So, if you do nine, that turns into nine conference games in the toughest conference in America. Um, One high-profile game, maybe, and two cupcake games. I guess you could do three cupcakes, but then you're taking away your national merit by not playing a Kansas State or a Clemson or somebody like that. Now, that sounds bad and scary, but you have to think of it as an SEC West team. So right now, it's a, six, it's called a 6-1-1 model. You play the other six teams from the West, one permanent team, in, in Auburn's case, that's Georgia, and one rotating team. So this, this year, it was uh, Kentucky. Um, so it's kind of weird because you don't get that home-and-home home like you used to. It used to be a 5-1-2 to where you'd have two rotating games, but the one you played home, you played them away, and then the next... The next year, that one cycled off, and the other one moved back to the other. Yeah, it's weird, but anyway. So if we went six one, if we're six one one now, it would be could be six two one or six one two, meaning you play two teams from the East. It would be Georgia, and I would think Auburn would pick up Florida or Tennessee. I don't know, maybe just for old time's sake, and then you'd have a rotating. But they don't do that because that probably makes scheduling a nightmare, meaning that you have to have two cross cross-divisional people. I know this is so confusing because Auburn acted like and the SEC acted like when they went to 6-1-1 keeping Georgia just by itself was tough and that's why Auburn had to play them or why Georgia came to Auburn two years in a row and now we have this awful schedule of playing Georgia and Alabama both home and both away. Um, It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I don't care what you think about it being good on the on the home years. It's terrible on the off years. There's no good game for the last month at home. That's terrible. And it's the toughest schedule in the nation to play Georgia and Alabama on the road to end your season. Anyway, so I I don't think they would do a two-team permanent thing and a one-team rotating. I think they would do 6-1-2. Six in the West, one permanent Georgia. Two rotating like they did before. So, like, all you're doing is going back to what you did before but you've got that extra west team because Texas A&M joined so then you have to look at it as that means you're playing three east teams every year, one is always going to be Georgia which they're not going to be good for a few years now, they haven't been good for a few years but for whatever reason, Martin Rick beats Auburn I don't know why so who's left? who's left of those two rotating teams? you've got Tennessee they are alright You've got Florida. They're the worst SEC East champion of of all time this year. You've got Kentucky, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Am I forgetting one? No, that was six. That was eight. And Missouri, sorry. Kentucky, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Missouri. So if you take Georgia out of that, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Missouri. Do any of those scare you? Florida, maybe if they continue to get okay, maybe. Tennessee, maybe if they continue to get okay. Missouri is gonna have a new coach, was awful this year, kinda of lucked into the SEC East Championships the last two years. Do you think they're scary? Bandy, Kentucky, South Carolina. Most of those teams are gonna be really bad for a while. So if you go to a nine game schedule, you're at least getting the clout of playing an SEC schedule, an SEC team, an S- another SEC team. You get all these people whining that you play too many cupcakes, which is not true. But you're also getting a cupcake in the conference. So it's like, get your clout for playing those teams, but you're still just playing Kentucky, and Vanderbilt, Missouri, and South Carolina. At least one of those every year. Now, South Carolina's been decent before. Missouri's been decent before. Kentucky, once every 40 years. Vanderbilt, never. And now I don't want to hear about them beating us the last two times we went to Nashville because that was voodoo. Um, so I'm all for it now. Now, does that mean you replace a Clemson for the extra Kentucky you've got? I don't know. So you can get, I mean, because that means you'd have to do that to keep three cupcakes. I don't know. But I think it would make people, because that's, that's what the Pac-12 and the Big 12 try to act like, how they try to act like they're better than the SEC, is that they play an extra team. And they're doing what I'm saying to do. That extra team you're playing is most likely a terrible team. Because you're already playing eight teams, and probably only five of them are good. So it's it's just law of averages. Yeah, you might get one that's good one year, but most of the time you're going to be playing somebody from the bottom, especially in the SEC West, because I don't know if y'all noticed, but the entire SEC West is going to a bowl game this year. So I'm all for it. I know Gus last year kind of said the SEC is tough, and adding another team would just make it tougher. But I don't think we're that. I don't. I don't know if people have thought about it this way. I mean, yes, the East may one day be the best conference, best division again, but I doubt it will be while Gus Malzahn's the coach. And I don't mean that he should be gone or will be gone soon. I just don't think the West is going to drop off and the East is going to come up now that they're replacing all these coaches, bad coaches, and the the West seems to be trucking along still, at least in terms of the East. So this has probably been the most. Confusing last six minutes of bloggle Spot ever, but let's pick up the ninth game. Let's play Vandy in Kentucky, like Tennessee gets to do every year, and end their season on a two or three game winning streak. I'm not saying we should end our season with Kentucky and Vandy, but that's what they do. So yeah, let's get an, ex- an extra SEC game, have that clout, but not really have to play a tough team. Let's do it. All right, Boggle Spot 108 done. Where Eagle.